Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Secret dump. Uh, Got some... Natasha? Well, I walked into Moshe in our bedroom the other night and he had a tally sheet. He Mm -hmm. he He had a piece of white paper... With like, a, I don't know if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see he's been tallying things off. And I was like, well, what are you doing? And he was like, don't talk to me. He's like on his Instagram. And he's basically tallying who said yes and who said no, that you should take our child camping you guys, when I have to go away for a month. You guys came through. On a boy's trip. You guys came through with a lot of advice. And I counted it up. I counted up uh, on the Instagram uh, the yeses, which are in support of me. No, but he has the yeses. And if they were given by a man or a woman, well, I why just, is that so important? To because you? I assume because you said something like, uh, and I assume you believe to this day that the women would all back you up, and then the men, all the idiot men, would be like, "You take her, store off of a sequoia tree, it'll be perfect." <laughs> but actually, it didn't really pan out that way. Now, uh, um, so we can keep the tally because as I got here, I thought that I was about to like really colossally win this argument. But our producer, who is, I will say, a woman, so therefore not a neutral party here, clearly on your side. Clear- she doesn't have a kid, though. Uh, yeah, but she just like she winked at you and she's like girl power when she got here. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. She gave us a bunch of letters that you wrote in, too. So we will keep a tally as we read through these letters. But as it stands now, just from Instagram comments, the yeses meaning take take the child the short story is that i'm going away for a month and yeah. mosha wants to take the 
kid on a, two camping trips. One of them I'm fine with. There's going to be some other families there. But another one is a boy's trip with, not his, a boy's trip. with his male friends and maybe one other girlfriend. No other kids should he take our At a child national park. on this camping trip. Okay. The yeses. Without are- me. Because I'm gone. That's right. You're gone. You're making working. Making money for the family. Making money for the family. Uh, and we appreciate that. Uh, the child and I do appreciate that. We, right. we like it that you bring home the bacon. At this point, and I'm going to keep the tally going as we read these letters, uh, the people that are in support of a rational uh, position, that will be the yeses, are uh, ten, 11 women and 8 men. So for a grand total of 19 yeses. And this is just from your Instagram comments. From, now, here's the thing. I didn't post it. It's from, I forgot. It's from the... So this e- is just your fans. No, it's so not more me. more people are going to agree with no, you. No, it's not me. This is not me. You are incorrect. Once again, you are not correct. This is from the Endless Honeymoon Pod Instagram account. It's neutral. Okay. And from some DMs as well that were to my account. And they said some pretty nasty stuff about you, all of which I agreed with. 19 yeses. Okay. And eight women on the no category in the fear, let worship your fear category, eight women, four men for a grand total of less. Less. Okay. So more people okay. on your Instagram were into it happening. This is not my Instagram. Okay. It is not, was not my Instagram. It's it was the, some DMs. There were some DMs in there. Hmm. Okay. But we got these letters, so we'll keep a running tally. You want me to read the first one? Yep. It looks like a one for you. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. While camping can be an age-appropriate activity for a three-year-old, this sounded like a nightmare to me. Okay. Moshe, you might be overestimating your kid's tolerance for the outdoors, your friend's tolerance for a kid, and your patience for the massive trauma. Oh, the massive tantrum that could happen. I'm not a parent, admittedly, but I have a lot of experience with children in the outdoors. I'm not buying that they have experience with kids or, or outdoors. I have some other ideas of things you can do. Go on a hike nearby. I like this idea. Do a scavenger hunt in the yard. Great idea. We have a yard. Or at your mom's messy house. (laughs) Okay, why are you trying to slam my mom, dude? How does that play into this? (laughs) A fashion show with the dogs. That is so not Moshe. He would never do that. Teach her a TikTok dance and perform it for her grandparents. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I don't want him to do that. You're losing credit as the letter goes on. Crafts might not be your strong suit because Moshe kept saying that, but it's not like she's going to be good at them either. You don't know my kids. She's a little Van Gogh. Maybe make Hala. See, that's that's also not Moshe. If you do go on the camping trip, make sure you maintain some of her daily routine from home. Wait, wait, didn't she start by saying she doesn't 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 have have kids? That is kind of funny. She should be like an influencer for moms, but not have any kids. That would be such a, that's definitely a zone for that. All right. Well, that's a vote for you. Um, She says, and make sure you have something planned for her every day. So it's not just the child tagging along warmly. Helen, not bad advice at the end. Okay. uh, Vote for you. And it's a woman. So we are now at nine women, four men. Okay. Uh, Hi. Next one. Listening to the discussion about Moshe taking your three-year-old camping. Your three-year-old, our three-year-old, our three-year-old. Okay, it's not Natasha's. I have to agree with Natasha that it is not a good idea to take her where there will be no other kids there. First, do the other people have kids they are leaving home? If the answer is yes, then there's a reason kids aren't going. The answer, boom. What do you mean boom? The answer is no. There is no boom. Well, then why are you hanging out with all those people who don't have kids? From What do you mean? Because I'm cool and I like young people and young people like me because I'm relevant and I'm still in the zeitgeist. From what I have heard Natasha express on the pod, she is the primary caretaker for your daughter. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Who who did you hear that from? Me. Yeah, from Natasha. 
the primary caretaker? We live together and are married. No, we split duties, lady. So if your daughter, if she thinks your daughter won't like it, she's probably right. How, also, whether Natasha thinks this trip, well, this work trip is a time to unwind or if she's nervous as hell to be away from her family, that needs to be respected. Why? Thank you. Why does it need to be respected? Because I'm the woman of the house. She shouldn't have to be worried while she is working or when she might be trying to just enjoy her work for once and not have to worry about the child. Thank I know you. that if my three-year-old was the only child and saw kids on the playground, he wouldn't understand or care that I am yelling that I'm telling him he can't go play that is easier to avoid when there are kids around you know to play with I mean, what 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 fantasy is this love the pod hope you can come to central illinois and play our comedy club sometime Kristen. we were going to come Kristen, to central illinois comedy club and we just decided we're not going to be able to make it okay it does, so that's another it vote really for you seem like anyone agrees with you honey yeah that's because of the order that laura our producer put the emails in just you wait but that is another vote for you so we are up to 10 women and four men for a grand total of 19, which I think is actually, a tie. it's now a tie. Okay, right? can I, I read the next one? Yes. Hi, hi. I'm such a big fan of you both. Your podcast has brought me so much laughter and light into my life during this year and quarantine with my daughter's first year of life. Thank you for it. I have to start this as we always do. Natasha is my favorite. Okay. Thank you. It's fine. We all, everything's subjective. We all have favorites. But hey, I think you're both tripping. Okay, I don't, I mean, this might be good. This one really hits home for me. In the situation and in general, as both a woman and a mother, I relate time and time again to Natasha. Got Thank it, you, you like again. her. Yeah, stop simping. But I think you've got this really big detail you're overlooking in terms of the one parent on the camping trip thing because Moshe is sober. Thank you. My worry would be everything, literally everything Natasha said, plus my husband getting drunk or high. Oh my God, that's such a good point. I'm so happy you're sober, honey. I never even thought of this. Well, I was planning on using this boys trip to do a kind of mushroom, like <laughs> relapse mushroom trip. Uh, Natasha's oh, oh so she says this camping trip now and more in the future what'd she say when mama is oh. back home I think you can have it all she says Natasha said plus my husband getting drunk or high oh I'm sorry she's I think saying, she's saying I think you can have it all this camping trip now and more in the future when I come back home oh interesting so she's saying I can't yes to me this all is right. a yes all right but here's some rules she's suggesting I like this okay ground rules uh keep her away from anyone not vaccinated can you do that what? What do you mean? Can I do that? There, everyone that but I that's know, kids. no one I know is getting the fucking vaccine. Are you kidding me? Keep her away from weed smoke. Okay. Shoes by campfire. This is good. Maybe just like shoes in nature. Yes, I agree. Do y'all have a hiking carrier? Yes, yes Moshe do. has that because you need one, and then she can go along on the hikes. Yeah. Uh, she tells us which one to get. Um, I think these men would benefit from having your child around. That's why I'm bringing it. I want to encourage these Seeing men to have children. Seeing motion this role. Exactly. Helping out as they can. Let's normalize men taking the children and mama enjoying time alone. A spa day. A hotel stay. An eight-week shoot in Atlanta on a TBS show. And it uh, sounds like a sitcom that I would watch me doing anything thank you Brittany. Brittany yes thank okay, you Brittany, so because that's a vote for me it was a vote for you but i love how much she complimented me in her vote yes for you. well great Keep so it i think coming. i should if also I get... get a vote for this one no you can't get a vote just based on her being a fan of your comedy okay okay here we go so that's now one for me so now i'm in the lead hello motion natasha thanks for the podcast listening to you two during the pandemic has been an entertaining and therapeutic for my wife and i we have both enjoyed your comedy for years i am compelled to write you and give you proper warning about taking your child camping while natasha's out of town 
We have two children, 10 and 5. We are avid campers and have been throughout their upbringing. It is great to bring your child with you camping, especially to break up the monotony of solo parenting. I don't think Natasha should worry about her safety or being around your bros. You're her dad. It's okay. Yes. Okay, that's the end of the that's the that's all not the end that's of the all letter. I'm going to read of this letter. However, Moshe, he says, uh, I think you might be overly optimistic about how the camping trip will go with such a young child when all the responsibility will be all on you. In my experience, and it sounds like in yours, it's nice to be out in the woods with other caregivers. The responsibility is diffused amongst others, and there is a delightful tribe mentality and it takes vi- a village type of thing. I might be wrong, but I think your buddies will not share the same level of responsibility out there. You are not wrong. Sure, they'll entertain her for a bit, but every single need and want will be attended to by you. You will always be on every potty break, every bug cleaning up dirt, every meal every snack every nap being careful around the fire getting tired on hikes answering questions bedtime etc without the familiarity and comfort of being at home this will be amplified it will be exhausting again you will always be on this kind of trip will work much better when she is a couple years older four or five ish or there is someone there to share the responsibility i recommend taking a shorter day trip or maybe just staying one night then again yolo once well, you can't say YOLO once. It's so you only live g- once once. No. This guy agrees YOLO. with me. No, this is a new this is a neither. No, this is a No, great. he said I don't think Natasha should worry about her safety or being around you and your bros. You're her dad. It's okay, but the trip will be awful. I recommend <laughs> taking her on a shorter day trip or maybe just staying one night. Then again, you only live once once. <laughs> So I think that's a vote for neither of us. Okay. Okay. But so you should listen to what he said, honey, he, because it's not he's not making bad points. I'm, okay. I'm 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 with it. Okay. So we are now we are now at twenty to nineteen. This is this is better than therapy. Okay, here we go. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. As a mother of a three-year-old girl, I would definitely try to discourage my husband from bringing our daughter along on a dude trip to the woods if I were away for a month. Okay. Thank you. Two reasons. One. However well-intentioned they may be, childless guys are themselves children. Okay, this is sexist. Straight up sexist. No scenario highlights this better than a guy's weekend. Oh, really? Kara, how many guy's weekends have you been on? You've been on a lot of guy's weekends, Kara? You've seen the childish behavior of a... Number two. While I love my husband dearly and trust him implicitly with the care of our daughter, me too, I believe he is a bit too optimistic regarding his capabilities, which is sweet but also a little frightening. Anyway, love the pod. Love your stand-up. Natasha, you specifically... No, she doesn't say that. That's not in the email. Okay. You're both amazingly hilarious. She says, please don't stop. Okay. Okay, so that's a vote for you. So we are tied again. Um, Okay. Hi, I'll preface my opinion by saying that I'm the mother of two 12-year-old boys, six-year-old girl. My downfall is that I like to try to control situations, especially with my kids, that I don't need to. Yeah, that sounds familiar to me. My dynamic is similar with my husband in that he doesn't prepare for things like I do and overall has a totally different style in life. I also have training in early childhood development. She kind of just threw that in at the end and be like, I'm also correct. (laughs) My advice is to let Moshe do whatever he wants with your daughter while you're gone. Camping is better than screen time. Hell yeah. I agree. She's going to get a completely different experience, and it's cool for her to be able to have memories that are dad adventures. It's also important for her to explore and get dirty and learn through experiences. Sure, maybe he'll forget some specific thing that you would have packed, or they'll hang out with pirates, and she learns a dirty limerick or two, but she'll survive and probably end up being adaptable and cool because of it. Life should be fun, and what a great opportunity, Natasha, to let go and let someone else take the reins. And who better to do that than the father of your child, someone that also loves her as much as you and has her safety in mind. If you still really feel like you hate the idea, then fuck the French chef while you're in Atlanta to keep your mind off of it. (laughs) Love you both, Angie. I didn't like the suggestion at the end, but I like the spirit of it. That's a vote for me. I'm back in the lead. But you know, I have to say, 
the thing that she said here that is really smart is let go. It's so hard. It is. It can be hard. I get that. I relate to that. Yeah. And and I really I really want to learn how to do it. Well, I just I want to let go. Here's what's important right now, honestly, honey. And and I say this in the spirit of support is that I'm actually back in the lead. <laughs> it's not 21 to 20. Okay, hi, Moshe Natasha. I usually side with Natasha, but today, sorry, girl, I'm on Moshe's side. Whether dad, whatever dad does with his daughter while mom is out of town is fair game. Natasha, if you don't trust Moshe, you shouldn't leave your kid in his care. I think that is a really good point. On the other hand, I think that Moshe's guy's camping trip is a terrible <laughs> idea. I have a three-year-old, and the idea of going camping with my childless friends sounds like a total pain in the ass for all involved. I'd want to hang with my friends, but instead I'd be dragging them over to the camp playground or collecting leaves and sticks. <laughs> totally unlikely anything bad will happen but sounds like a great way to annoy your friends and your kid in summation you are both wrong thanks for the pod it's a go-to for me and my husband I, honestly this is i don't know who this is a vote for but i am starting to get convinced by all of the people telling me this is a terrible idea so that in a way it's a win for you but i'm kind of getting convinced too to let you do it right but because i think it's kind of going to be funny well <laughs> you're going to be so annoyed. There's two neutral votes. Okay, so go ahead, Natasha. Next one. Hi, Motion Natasha. I think you should take the kid with you on the camping trip as long as the other guys are okay with it. That's actually true. I would be very annoyed if mm. someone just randomly brought a That's child true. to a girls weekend. I'm the mom of two boys ages four and six. I agree it does suck to be on your own with a kid, especially for an extended period of time like a month. I think a camping trip is a great way to get out, do something fun, and make memories while passing the time. Plus, kids go to sleep early, so having other friends around will give Moshe company in the evenings. You just need adult human interaction when cooped up with kids. My main concern would be if other guys don't want the vibe of their trip thrown off by the presence of a small child. Thank you. Check in with them to see if they mind. If they don't, ask if they would agree to a few simple ground rules like no smoking, drunken behavior, or drug use around the kid when she is awake. This trip is going to be canceled. And then go for it. Okay. Well, that's a vote for me, but I am starting to get convinced that this might be a terrible idea. Okay. Hi. Wait, this is like therapy. That's so great because therapy, you just let someone slowly just realize their idea is stupid. <laughs> is that what therapy is? <laughs> Hi. So as to not bury the lead, Natasha is tripping about the National Parks trip. Hell yeah. Um, the issue really boils down to whether Natasha trusts Moshe enough in his abilities as a father and outdoorsman to keep the child safe despite the dangers found in nature. I can't speak with firsthand experience as to either, but he seems skillful in both areas. Natasha herself has admitted Moshe is a really good dad. And Moshe says he has a lifetime of experience in the outdoors, even if he might not be as impressive as the guy who delivers coffee to his wife every morning wearing nothing but a tool belt after having remodeled the kitchen of your hand-built log cabin. In any case, Moshe's right, and if anything happens, Natasha, take your own advice and leave him. In all seriousness though if natasha is actually worried then you can build in structural rules to mitigate risk take the camper daytime hikes only don't go beyond x miles from a ranger station carry a med kit etc love the pod thomas okay natasha that's a vote for me i'm well in the lead all these votes for you though everyone's telling you you're kind of stupid bad idea. yeah no i hear you on that that thomas actually thomas didn't quite say that thomas seemed cool okay uh, all right, here's one. He should go. Boom. Even if it's with a bunch of bros in a national park, Moshe's sober and he will be a great caretaker for the kid. No matter what the other guys are doing, your daughter and her dad will have a great time together. I've been a single mom for six years and some of the best times we spent have been camping with groups of friends where my son is the only kid. Your daughter will have amazing memories and bonding with her dad. Hell yeah. Is that all of them? There's one yep. more. Oh, nope, nope, nope. There's one last one. 
Well, these are the ones. Sorry if yours didn't get read. We just had to kind of curate a few. Sure. Did we read this one? No. Oh, all right. Here's one, one more. more. Final one. You read it. Well, it says Moshe is tripping. Okay, so that, that is one for you. My thoughts here are that it is not a good idea to take a three-year-old to the national park for a camping trip with two ca- without two caregivers. Some oh, things are a two-person job. Well, my mother was a single mother and didn't have that luxury. And also our last person that wrote in, Amy, she was a heroic single mom that didn't have that luxury. So it's a privilege for you. It's a privileged position for you to ever say that some things are a two-person job. And so just think of it like that, okay? Have you seen... Uh, have you seen Kramer versus Kramer? That guy had to take care of his kid because camping with a child is a two-person job. Uh, with that, the location, the toddler, and the other dudes on the trip are each too predict- unpredictable for different reasons. That has nothing to do with Moshe's fitness as a parent. Simply, the collections of scenarios presents too much probability of risk. Okay, we got a statistician on our hands here. <laughs> With <laughs> Natasha away out of state, there are, are, is already a huge variable in your family routine. This would affect any toddler. Further deviating from the routine, fucking nerd alert over here, from the routine may cause additional stress for your daughter. Not only that, but she would be have to reconcile in her immature mind that mommy is gone, but then additionally contend with the long car ride. Well, I got news for you, math lady. <laughs> She'll be able to, to contend with reconciling her immature mind that mommy is gone because she'll be like, oh, awesome. It's fun time. Let's have some fucking awesome, cool adventure dad situation. People that she may not be familiar with, she goes on to say, activities by those people that she may not be familiar with and a new place to sleep. It sounds like it may be a challenge to be one-on-one with the kid for a whole month, and I can totally relate, but I think trying to do things that are most familiar to your daughter will reassure and anchor her to her routine, which will be a comfort while Natasha is away. There is a notion that I read about caregivers that goes, there are two kinds of caregivers. One that expects kids to rise to their adult to their adult level, and another that will join the kids at their kid level. It will, I, yeah. So which, which one, one are we supposed yeah, to and be? Which one's the good one? Obviously. Which I, one? I don't know. I like the first one. It will be a fun and challenging month. Maybe you can camp in your yard with another close family or do some day trips. Maybe I could. Or maybe maybe she'll turn out to be a nerd like you, lady, and get into <laughs> math. But that's not the kind of child I'm trying to create. I'm trying to indoctrinate a woods woman. Have you ever seen Hannah? You ever seen the movie Hannah? That's what I'm trying to create here. I think that doing crafts for mommy to send her or give her when she gets back and other routine activities that your daughter enjoys will be fun for your kid and help her during what will be a very weird time for her. Thanks, guys. Kaylin, the grand total, that You're was a vote for you. You're underestimating, Moshe, how much um, she's going to miss me. I am not underestimating it. I have estimated it uh, using uh, a, a, data, a data set that Kaylin sent, a, <laughs> sent us, a, a, a modeling software, and the truth is... Uh, she will miss you. This, the rate at which she will miss you will be inc- completely mitigated by how much more fun she'll be having by being around an awesome dude all the time. And, and unfortunately for you, the grand total is she will not miss you at all. She told me, and she's excited that you're going. She says, I need a little space. The grand total in our contest here, 5, 10, 15, 24 votes for Moshe, 15 of which are women. And the grand total for Natasha, 5, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16 to 24, a resounding victory for pragmatism and common sense and the rights of fathers everywhere. I win with a fucking bullet, with a crazy bullet, with a silver bullet, with a camp bullet. I mean, I will say I don't think you're really good at math. I think you kind of like fudged a few of these. Fudged it? I, you've, been, you you've been like... I, I don't need to be good at math. I have not been paying attention to where you're like striking. You think I'm lying? Yes. You think you won? No, but I just think you gave yourself a, a 
point for some of the ones that were like on the fence. Actually, there's two that I didn't count and both of them said go for it. So if you really want to be honest, it's 26 to 16. Uh, what did ten, you do with the ones where... 10 point spread for me. Okay. And uh, every... So, so take her. I, I I'm now, glad you're sober. I now have permission to take her. Maybe I won't take her based upon some of the advice that's been given today, but we'll find out uh, at a future at a future episode. Uh, I'm feeling very vindicated. That's all I have to say. I think we could end the podcast here. Why don't we listen to some secrets? Yeah, okay, we can, but it's already a win for me. Okay. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Moshe. Huge fan of the podcast and huge fan of you guys in general. Um, I'm going to try to make this quick. This is a story from about six or seven years ago now. I had just gotten my uh, learner's permit, and my dad said that I was allowed to take my brand-new car out. Brand-new, I say. It was a 2003 Subaru. Um, brand new car out for my first little joyride. And little did he know, I brought my bong with me. So I take my car around the block. I'm ripping bong at this little pull-off section. And I bring my car back home. And so I'm all happy, you know, first joyride. And I'm so high. I, as I'm entering my garage, I tap my gas instead of my brake. And I almost shoot right through my garage. Instead, I just hit my dad's workbench, and the whole house shook. It was just my dad home, and he didn't see anything. So I was like, okay, I'm in the clear. I had a huge dent on my hood, and my license plate was practically falling off. So I'm thinking, like, I'm fucked. This is my new car. What am I going to do? And a week later, my mom and I are going to the mall, and she comes out of the mall, and she sees that there's, like, a dent in my new car and that the license plate is hanging off. And so I play this so cool and she's freaking out and I'm just like, maybe this big SUV in front of us backed into us while we were in the mall. (laughs) And she like completely freaks out, goes into the mall, goes into mall security and begs them to like show her the footage to see if anyone ran into our car. And she just completely freaked out. And yeah, so that is the story. It's been like six or seven years since that. I told my dad the truth, but my mom to this day has no idea. She to this day bitches about the mall cops and how difficult they were and how we'll never get to the bottom of what happened. And I'm just sitting here like, oh, my God, my high ass nearly cost myself my new car. So that is my secret. Apologies for how long that was. Huge fan of the podcast. Love you guys. Keep doing you and appreciate all that you guys do for us. Can you? Say ripping bong? Is that a thing you can say? I've heard of bong rips. I didn't know one could rip bong. Ripping, it's like a, it's like a verb. Yeah, you're taking bong rips. Can you you're just say ripping, ripping bong. bong? You've heard that before? No, I like Ripping it, bong. She should have a heart-to-heart with her mom when she's like on her deathbed. You know, mom, before you go on to the great unknown, I need to tell you, back in the day, I was ripping bong. <laughs> and I hope dad's work. It is funny. Do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, no. Isn't it funny when you tell a lie and you it gets a little bit out of your control and now all of a sudden you're like next to your mom talking to mall security, but you you have to be a party to this this facade that you have created. It's uncomfortable. You know what my problem is? Whenever I hear people like talking about being kids on drugs, I immediately start thinking of my child. At a national park? <laughs> no, I'm just- going to take our kid to Sequoia <laughs> National Park. And we're going to be ripping bong. <laughs> Just ripping bong in the trees. 
Uh, should we play another? Your friends will all be ripping bong around her, though. I don't really hang out with a lot of druggies. That's one thing. I mean, I guess I do. I don't know. It's it's a mix. But this group actually is not very drug. Not a drug group. I'm, if it was my drug, more drug friends, I don't think I would really consider bringing the kid. Maybe I would. I, I remember know. once when we were at Burning Man, your friends, some friend brought a baby. Oh, yeah. And they had it like all night long and attached they were, they to were, them in a sweatshirt. And they were ripping Coke, I think, too. They were ripping Coke. And <laughs> then the next morning I saw the baby and it had like red marks all over its face. And I think it's because like the zipper was like going against the baby's face all night, like ripping zip. It. He was like... <laughs> ripping zipper. I'm just saying like, you know, everyone has a different idea about like what they want to do with their kid. Mm-hmm. But there was, you know? there was like, no... There was you would no... probably take your kid to a music festival. I would, for sure. And like stay up with it all night? No. Okay. Why would I not take my kid to a music festival? I don't want, him, I don't want her to see uh, Ladyship and Black Mombazo. How old were you when you first went to a music festival? Music festival or yeah, concert? festival. When 20s? I was, they didn't really have music festivals when we were kids. Right. 16. I was probably like 17. What was it? Um, well, I played at the first Lollapalooza. You did? I was like, one, I danced. Really? Mm-hmm. To what band? My friend, Chris Holmes, had like this kind of weird indie thing. And I was like um, a robot. And really? I danced on stage. Yeah. That's and I, crazy. And I remember I went and saw Courtney Love. And she had her two-year-old there, Francis mm-hmm. Beings. This was a very long time ago. Yeah. And I remember her her two-year-old was watching her and she was like just like on the floor like on stage just like having a tantrum like mm. like kicking because we were like backstage and she was just having like a full-on like throwing the guitar it's kind of weird for a two it's kind of cool for a two-year-old to get to see their mom doing that that's crazy uh, and she was probably always making really good parenting decisions <laughs> um that's so weird though do you know that i played at the first coachella <laughs> no i did what were you I'm, i was the bassist of tool <laughs> I was the basis for the band Tool. Did you not know that? I used to be the basis for the band Tool. Okay, should we play another secret? Yeah. Let's rip another secret. Sabalon Glitz. That was the Wait, can I just say it really quick? Sabalon Glitz. I think that was the name of my friend's band and I just remember we got to uh we were playing like the side stage. That's but pretty then we cool. got to see uh all the other all the other people like i remember coolio had like a big water water gun and he was like um he was he was shooting everyone that's with his water gun during fantastic voyage kind of something like that yeah that's no no cute. just yeah it was it was a fun time that sounds was, like a gangster's paradise it seems like um but yeah it seems like a 3 year old would be too young to take something like that although i disagree i think our kid would have a great time also i would want to bring her to burning man oh i know honey that's why i'm mentioning all this i think it'd be fun i think she'd have a great time don't you think she'd have a great time? I mean, she'd also have a great time at Chuck E. Cheese. Like, why take yeah. her to Burning Man? Why not so take her to both? Work. Why not take her to both? Actually, I'm opening up a Chuck E. Cheese at this year's Burning Man. <laughs> they've had a tough time during the pandemic, and they've decided to officially accept corporate sponsorship. And I'm, I'm a franchisee of Chuck E. Cheese, and we're opening one in Black Rock City. And it's going to be pretty awesome. Cool. Okay, let's rip another secret. Let's rip some secret. Hey, guys. Um, so I have a secret. Um, I'm a woman with a vagina, so I get discharged, obviously. Tight. And, um. Not tight. Yeah, I, if 
I go to the bathroom and I see that, you know, I have some on my underwear, I will take it off and taste it. Oh. I don't know if that's weird. I don't know if other people do that. I have not done I that. do it because I want to know what people... I don't know what it tastes like. I want to know what people are experiencing. I want to make sure no, that, that... Yeah, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. You know, it tastes good. I don't know. Hold on. I don't know. I would love to know, though, if, like, other people do this and I'm not the only one. Because I've literally never told anyone this. Just, so, yeah. Thanks. Just Bye. A, just a second here. If you want to know what your vagina tastes like, you don't have to wait for it to ooze its way out and plop onto your panties. Can't you just put your finger in and taste it? That that I think I've done. Okay, girl. But I definitely oh haven't like God. licked it off my underwear. That's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> if if the if the curiosity is like how's it tasting down there? Like it's there. You don't have to wait for the part that like after a, a long heavy day of construction work, you're like, "All right." But I will say that um I think men are particularly grossed out by the idea of ladies come and no we're not first of all you the know, reason if I you want to get pregnant you have to find out how you're ovulating you got to stick your fingers up there you know you got to have like a lot of like what man have you talked to that's grossed out by the ideas of of women's come or like ovulating you know or just no. like sorry here was her my period you know that kind of thing oh is that what period well, is it's part of a oh, cycle it's just, oh, i didn't know i had no idea until this moment the period you just said you thought it was gross she I, licked her cum i didn't realize until this moment that a period is just a monthly discharge of cum that's new information <laughs> to me i thought it was something totally different that you're just busting it's a once a month bust <laughs> once did i say once a month mm-hmm. oh whatever look no i don't have any problem with uh, I of course I don't have any problem with with a, a woman's uh cum or what or or, mo- or wetness or juices. The problem I had with this woman was she said discharge. Like why you got to say discharge? Why not just say discharge sounds medical. What's she supposed to say? Juices? Oh yeah, juice juices that sounds pretty professional. Is she a Oh, I didn't realize she was a health cl- <laughs> a, a healthcare official. I didn't know. She she working with Fauci? I'm just saying I think that there's a lot of shame involved in terms of women talking about their cum and we don't really need people like you adding to that. I'm not talking about cum. Bl- blast it on my face, you know? Come on, squirt it. I'm just talking about the word discharge. Who likes that? I don't call... Oh, yeah, dude, by the way, I had such a fat discharge last night. Well, you, when you, when well you, yours is called an ejaculation. Of discharge? Yeah. It's not discharge. Come is not discharge. Discharge is like something's up. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Like a, like an oozing sore. Or yes. Something. All right. Well, as long as that's that's what, what your problem was. That's what my problem okay. was. It was not with them juices. Keep them flowing. Okay. All right. Let's hear another secret. Squirt them on up. Rip and squirt. Rip and come. Hi, Kosh. Hi, Mosh. Uh... Can can you stop it? It is so. It is so funny to me the amount, the percentage of people that diminutivize our names (laughs) when they call. It's so funny. What's up, T Bone? What's up, M Cash? (laughs) What's up, my guys? Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Grit. It's a pretty dark one. So let's just get to it. Uh, 
So a handful of years ago, I was dating a person, and he was very much involved in drug dealing. And I knew that going into it, kind of how I met him. Uh, but after, you know, seeing each other for a few months, the relationship progressed, and he ended up disclosing where he got his drugs from. And this was, Moshe, you might be a little more familiar with it than Tosh. Uh, this was back in the very much dark web days, and that's where he got his drugs from. So I spent six years of my life on fish tour, selling drugs, very, very good drugs off the dark web. Uh, did that successfully for a while and slept good at night knowing that other people got high and were safe in that they're not getting bunk drugs. Uh, fast forward a little bit and uh, I get a knock on my door from Department of Homeland Security and they caught us. Uh, so my mom was a total G. She answered the door. I had actually just taken a Xanax and gone to sleep. Uh, so I woke up to my mom telling me that they were looking for me. Um, I took my laptop. I threw it in the shower and turned the shower on and got in my vehicle and drove and met up with these agents in a parking lot and chatted with them a little bit and hit them with that deny, 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 uh, and ultimately nothing happened. Literal fucking miracle. I've been really hesitant to call in just because I don't want to incriminate myself, but that's my biggest secret. I think now you guys, my ex that I was involved with, and my current partner are the only people that know that happened to me. Uh, and for context, I'm not a person of color, so we're just reeling in the white privilege. Uh, yeah. Bad news, motherfucker. This podcast is, has been, and always will be sponsored and an arm of the Drug Enforcement Agency. We are agents. We are. We have been undercover as comedians for the last 20 years, and you're fucking busted. We've got your IP address. We've got your information, and there are agents headed to your door Wait, so right now. Talk me through this, because this is riveting. The, shower, the computer in the shower was to get rid of any evidence of herself? Well, because she was saying that she was buying the drugs she was getting were from the dark web. So she wasn't going to a dealer. There wasn't like some big dealer in the neighborhood that was like the supplier. The dark web would then like an Amazon package would come to her door. So kind the, of thing. the way that it would work, I've actually been to these websites before uh, mm -hmm. with my show, uh, with the, my comedy central show, my short lived, but beautiful comedy central show. Um, Problematic. What was uh, what we did an episode on the dark web, and basically the way these things work, they're very they are kind of similar to eBay. They're they're deeply hidden in the in the internet, but if you know where to look, you can find them. And they literally have ratings, so you go and you be, it'll be like you know acid, and and that seller will have ratings on the quality of their product. So it kind of mitigates the risk of getting bad product, 
and you're also not dealing with like a you know a, a major directly at least with a major criminal enterprise which is, makes you a lot safer so you go to this place you go to this this website deep in the dark web and it'll be like this cocaine was you know so super pure nothing to worry about you get it and if they the, that dealer starts selling bad stuff then their ratings will go down and nobody will order from them so it encourages good product right so then you get cocaine delivered to your house that's right so then you order it and it comes in the mail it gets delivered to your house yeah and so basically are they like uh what are the instructions to get through your door or like and they just mail it to you or they just leave the cocaine on your front porch uh, yeah i think so yeah I, you know and uh and so it sounds like the the department of homeland security like probably went into their search history or something like like somehow i mean I but assume it just these- seems like ruining your computer and going away for a few days doesn't seem like enough for them to not be able to track you down right well the the thing is well first of all she was she put the, the laptop in the shower to destroy the physical evidence mm-hmm. right like it's a, that's what they would do they do they would seize the laptop and then bring that to court and be like look there's transactional information oh. in here maybe or whatever um although a lot of that stuff is highly anonymized and doesn't track your ip address and stuff like that but whatever she was smart she she fried her computer and maybe they just couldn't build a case against her because you're right they wouldn't be like you know okay the laptop's in the shower you win but they probably couldn't build a case against her and so her her mom like kind of like covered for her sounds like it yeah and then she drove away yeah like she did the shower and the thing left i don't exactly understand what her mom did that was so g-like but uh yeah i think it was that she said she wasn't there or something i gotta say that happened to me yeah I wouldn't have called a secrets hotline. I hear you on that. <laughs> I do hear you on that. But she's okay. Yeah, well, we don't know Thanks who the hell sharing. she is. We don't know who the hell she is. That's but, true. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's a trip. I wonder what drugs it was. Fish tour, I'm guessing LSD, mushrooms, maybe a little bit of cocaine. Who is, Now, talk me through who is making LSD and selling it on the dark web. Well, I don't know, but I would guess specifically with LSD, like it's probably like kind of freako, you know, counterculture chemists that are doing it. They're probably making it. They in, know how to make it. They know how to make it and they're making it in their lab at home. Do you think they can get the kind that, that they had like at Harvard in the 60s? I mean, I don't know what about kind. LSD is a chemical compound that you make. It's not like. But they stopped making it. I don't know that that's true. Are you sure about that? I don't know. Someone tell me. I mean, LSD is LSD. It's it's a it's not. It's like it's just lysergic acid. I mean, I know with mushrooms, um, they you can grow them at home, and apparently it's incredibly easy to grow them at home. You just you get a kit and you fucking put it in the dark and give it some moisture or something weird like that, and you can just grow them and then just snack on them. Just take a munch. But you've never even done mushrooms, huh? No, I never have taken enough for it to work. You should try it, man. It's like life changing. I mean, I have a feeling like your acid trips from when you were in seventh grade, like the way you remember <laughs> it, it's not exactly how I'm gonna like experience it. All I know no offense. <laughs> All I know is even though I was that young and immature, they are still some of my primary core life experiences that, that shaped is who I really am. Really sad. It's not sad. It was your first acid trip when you were twelve? I got I don't know what to tell you. All right, I hear you. What happened on it? I mean, you are a pretty enlightened fellow. I mean, it's all it's a totality of experiences, but the way I look at it is obviously 7th grade is not an optimal time to be dropping acid every other day. Obviously. That I wish I wish that I hadn't fucked all all of that road uh that um 
runway up so that I could be doing psychedelics in a more thoughtful and meaningful way now as an adult. And I still might someday, but I, I wish I hadn't done that because it got all mixed up with all my childhood ne'er-do-wellness and behavioral issues. And then I got sober. But even at that young age, even being that out of control, being that young and having my brain crack open into thinking about things in a, in a, in a more of a philosophical, spiritual, you know, psycho, psycho-philosophical way was a unique experience and it shifted my, my mind and my consciousness. And honestly, there's a very strong possibility, I'm, this is the first time I've ever, ever been thinking this, there's a strong possibility that, that those experiences are what allowed me to actually escape that life. Because it was like my brain started to like become developed down these paths that was like there are things that have meaning, there are things that have value. It was like philosophical thought and I never had that before. Even as a young, young, young person, I never thought in that way. And uh, yeah, they are, they are primal and, and uh, defining experiences. And I really would like to do them as an adult. If you'd like to leave a secret on our (laughs) secrets hotline, the number is 213. Wait a minute. Before I say that, I just had a realization. What? What did you say? Do it? Yeah. I think I will. And you know what? Where I think I'm going to do it? On this camping trip with my bros. (laughs) Me and my bros, we're going to get together. We're going to drop 10 hits of L and we're going to have a fucking freak out, dude. And we're going to stare at our kid and just be like, what does she know? Because she's coming from the great beyond, and we're going there. Uh, okay, if you'd like to leave a secret on a secrets hotline, well, it's- I'm reading Ram Dass's autobiography, and he was like the babysitter for Timothy Leary's like two kids while everyone was like tripping. I'll be honest, if Ram Dass was here right now, uh, if he was alive and well, we would let him watch our kid. We would let him watch our kid, but I would also take acid with him. I'd be like, all right, you know what? Sobriety has been fun, but I'm going to take acid with Ram Dass, even though I don't think he did it later no, in his life. he had a stroke for like a while. What does that mean? I mean, he's, you, you know. You can't have acid when you're stroking? I, I don't think so. I don't really? think that's a good idea. I don't know. I mean, I, everything seems so vulnerable. I don't know. It feels like you could go on a trip in your own mind, even as your body becomes well, m- more probably difficult. Well, he already has learned from yeah it. no i think he quit right didn't he like get what he needed out of it i'm sure or something like that actually i don't know the answer to that ask duncan i would love to know yeah when do you stop doing drugs i'm when you want to i guess i mean we have friends whose parents do psychedelics they're old they're like 70 and they do psychedelics every year as a like very meaningful very thoughtful spiritual kind of I'm going to do this. That's how I would like to do it. That's the unfortunate part with my drug use as a kid is I never did a thing. I would like take acid and go to the BART station and just hang out and be like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm on the streets. It's like, (laughs) why didn't I, I never got to do it at like, you know, in an ashram or like. You took acid and went to the BART station? I just would like be like, hey, let's do it. Let's cut school and take acid and walk around. Like I never got to like, you know, watch a trippy movie or go to the woods or fucking, you know, be You were like listening to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, you know what? We would listen to actually. We would listen to trippy music. We would listen to Cream. I remember Disraeli Gears. We listened to a lot. We listened to uh, that that Bob Marley um, that Bob Marley 
uh, anthology came out right at that time. So mm-hmm. we, I remember we would listen to some of the, like, the more obscure Bob Marley tracks. Oh, yeah. But we never did anything cool. Like I never heard a cool talk or went to a cool magic show or went to Disneyland. I just a fucking, magic show? That's I don't what know. you want to trip and do, yeah, go to a Yeah, something magic psychedelic show? and cool. Like every time I go to Burning Man, I'm like, damn, this would be a fun place to be on mushrooms. What can you do? I wouldn't want to be on mushrooms there. Maybe I wouldn't either. I don't even know what it means to do mushrooms at this age. It's been so long. Ladies, gentlemen, if you'd like to leave a secret on our secrets hotline, give us a call, 213-222-8608. You can also email us at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail uh, if you want to say how much you agree with me. Uh, and also you can see us on Instagram at Endless Honeymoon Pod. We're on Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Leave a comment. People love that. Do it. Then you can subscribe to the podcast at apple.co forward slash Endless Honeymoon. Give us a five star. Give us a review. We love you. And we don't just love you. I love you. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I love you too.